really well last week. All right. What the fuck are you playing, Bob? You know exactly what I'm playing. All right. What was that? <laughs> Hi, everybody. <laughs> we can do the intro. We can do the intro if you want. I was recording the cat music, <laughs> and then Dean Ambrose's music hit because a spam call happened. And then. I mean, it's up to you. You want to start over? Yeah. <laughs> oh, hey, folks. I'm WWE Hall of Famer Hacksaw Jim Duggan, and you're listening to the podcast Small Package. Give me a hold, buddy. Oh! Hey, everybody. It's your boy, Bob Figgy. <laughs> <laughs> it's Corey Poindexter. <laughs> Today on episode 41 of the Small Package Show, we're going to evolve this weekend. Oh, my goodness. We're going to evolve tomorrow. The bo, hype bo, bo, is bo. real. Also, Braun Strowman continues his reign as kayfabe god. He can't be back. stopped. And by automobile or man, is Asuka going to break Goldberg's record? Who's next? Who's next? <laughs> Just throwing it off the subtitles here first. <laughs> All right, that and so much more wrestling news today on the Small Package Show. Whoop, whoop. You got to kill it. About our streamers, we got some purple, some white. There's more purple ones somewhere in the house. Good. I'll find them. I don't figure we're going to throw two each. I doubt they'll get thrown at all. But if they do, you'll throw them? If you throw the first rock, we'll follow. Oh, 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 yeah, oh, yeah. Purple and white seems appropriate, right? Oh, definitely, definitely. They didn't have black streamers. They were all, like, party colored. Uh Uh-huh. And I was like, yellow and blue and green didn't really... Well, whatever. They were all the same price. A dollar. Oh, yeah. Which I find it funny going into the 99 cent store, that, like, or uh, <coughs> Dollar Tree, and that's one, or Family Dollar, whatever. Sure, whatever. The one that's on Steinway. And it's like, it's funny to me that, like, it's like, no, everything's a dollar. But sometimes I'm like, I go, like, there's no way this is a dollar. It's like, this is like a bigger thing. Like, glass cup, no, it's a dollar. Big ass serving tray, that's a dollar. A, a, pa- a box with six breakfast sandwiches? No, that's a dollar. Okay, this this box of candy, it's a dollar. Uh, okay, this book, this hard-covered book? No, it's a dollar. Like, what? how do you make money? Where do you get your product from? Bags of trucks. Oh, is that what it is? I don't know. <sighs> Let me see this connection on your microphone. It's making this weird, funky noise. Pull out there, and a little tighter. There we go. Sounds better. Good. A little bit. All right. So, how's it going, everybody? It's Russell time. 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 Okay, let's do it. The raw sure recap. Is. So raw. And then, okay, moving on. SmackDown. Now we we have to talk. Honestly, SmackDown wasn't that great. So. No, I know. But we have to talk about kayfabe Jesus. Um, Braun Strowman is just resurrecting kayfabe glory from the dead. Uh, he's just a monster among men, a brawn among men, as he, it were. He seriously is just the angrier he gets, the stronger he gets, I think. So, you know, last week we talked about how he, he threw Roman Reigns in a stretcher onto his head and then flipped an ambulance and we were like, okay, like Braun Strowman is clearly nothing to fuck with. He is, he is a beast. Um, but this week, this week he, so he dunked on was it golden truth and then Kalisto, right? So he's backstage at yeah. one segment. He just, obliterates golden truth no reason really just because they were there well he he had a reason because he was in the ring and he's all like 
give me something. And Kurt Angle was like, no, go home. You're done for the night. He's like, give me something or else. He's like, go home. He's like, okay, you get the or else. And so his or else is beating up everyone he can until, you know. Right. So he he kills them. He kills them. And that was cool. Uh, and then later, he, oh, he threw Kalisto into the garbage, <laughs> and it was a priceless moment. Like he, he just welcome to Raw, Kalisto. He just picks him up, and I think he says like, "Time to take out the trash or your trash, or your or trash, something. something funny." And then he just chucks him into a some trash. Arnold worthy quip, and then chucks him into a dumpster. And then he's blindsided by a Big Show, who says, "Why don't you pick on somebody your own fucking size?" Verbatim, that's what he said. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The Cincinnati in me adds the word fucking to things. And then uh and then also he so then he he I viewed it as a kind of like a no sell kind of thing because he got he got back up rather quickly. He didn't seem like he was physically hurt, more emotionally caught off guard at the audacity that anyone would step to kayfabe God. You know. Yeah. And uh that was your main event for Raw, which of course meant that it started at ten till, of course, and uh, they they went with a ring break. Yeah, I mean they uh, you know had the it's Strowman show two now. The first one was surprisingly technical, and this was mm-hmm. definitely more of a typical monster versus monster match. And uh, they they kept teasing the superplex and teasing it until mm-hmm. finally it was Braun who hit it. And, uh, yeah, did the good old, good old ring collapse. Yeah, it, it hasn't been done in a while. Uh, the most notable, uh, one. It's always been Big Show doing it. Yeah. There's the Big Show Mark Henry one. Yeah. And, but the, I think the most notable one was the Brock Lesnar Big Show one, which was like 2003-ish. It's been a while, dude. Um, like two thousand. I want to say it was like in the summer of like two thousand three. They did it on SmackDown. Yeah. Um, then they definitely did it in between then and now. With yeah, the Mark Henry, Mark Henry and Big Show. I think was that one. Um, I've done like probably two thousand eight ish. Probs. Um, but it's been at least it's been at least like seven years. I feel like since it's been done. So it's been a while, which I'm fine with. There are some people who are like, "Oh, the ring break gimmick. We've seen that before." I'm like. Yeah, but it's it it's long as as long as it's something that you don't do every year or two. Right. Think about you have a whole group of seven year old kids who have never seen it. Exactly. Like and or, or even if you go as far as being like, okay, even like eleven year olds would have been too young to remember that. Right. And that's if they were watching wrestling at four. So and I think it may have even been a little older I think it may have been like two thousand nine. I want to say. I could be wrong. Feel free to correct me in the comments. All None of you. Just hey, tweet at no, us. No, wait a second. There are more than none of them. We've been well, getting an average sure, of six a day. Sure. Our we numbers are up. We are on the rise. Six downloads a day somehow. We are on the on rise. Average. So, all of you listeners, just tweet at us. Why at, not? At small package POD. That's POD. I'm always checking Twitter. That's POD for podcast because I lost a bet and oh, I'm a man of my word. I have things. I just need. Uh, to come up with good questions okay. for you. But I have I have so, some goodies to put up for stipulations for that. Oh, for another trivia night? Yes. Trivia episode? I just need to get the questions. Is here. one of the possible rewards, if I ace the exam, I get to start saying, like, the band again? Yes. Ah, uh, oh, yeah. That stipulation is bad. I've been I've been a man of my word. I have not, I have not said I, you, it on You it. have not. I've, and I've... Even I've almost thought of saying it. Like, it's almost <laughs> slipped out of my mouth. It used to be a thing. And then it was... Right, speak about a whole generation of listeners who don't get something. Um, go back, listen to the classics. <laughs> <laughs> Man, we gotta get Gabe to come back on and do another Ross Down Live slash Monday Night Ross. It's been a while. I know he's a busy, 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 busy man. His, bro- uh-huh. his brother just got married. Just got married. Good job, Zach. Yeah, and Caitlin. Caitlin. Yeah, he finally did it. Right? They've they've they're all they're such a funny couple. So for uh, everyone who doesn't know, they this couple every year on April Fools faked 
their engagement and to the point where that was just the thing. It was never real. Yeah. And then, like, what was it, a year or two ago? It was this past one, I thought, I thought 2016. Yeah, so they finally... Uh, they were like, us. this one's real. And, and none of us believed it. Uh-huh. And then, because that was the perfect joke. And then 2017, just, you know, a couple weeks ago, they got married on April Fool's Day again. Uh-huh. Or got married. They got, Not again. They, they got engaged at the last one. They got married at this one. Uh-huh. Um, and I kept telling Gabe, I was like, I would if I not put I would not put it past them to get up to the altar and they're like, uh, do you, do you? And then right before they say ID, they just turned to the entire crowd of people oh, no. and went, Psych, April Fools, the ring's not real. None of this is real. You flew out here to for, to 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 uh I almost said Vegas to uh LA for nothing. No, it was in Ohio. Did they have it in Ohio? Yeah. Then you flew out to Ohio for nothing? There is no wedding. I mean, that being said, their wedding was still as jokey as possible. Yeah, I heard they had like a writer staff. It was, uh, they, it was great. In, instead of like doing something where like the bride and groom lit candles or like I've seen it like bride and groom like pour sand into a thing. Like right. they had a, vol- a paper mache volcano. That's dope. That they set off as bride. I hope I'm not oh. overstepping my bounds here, but I've heard that there will be a video release. Yes, I've heard that there's some kind of like I can't wait DVD with commentary. Hey man, I'd buy I'd buy I'd buy like a ten dollar DVD right? for the wedding to support them. Yeah, like I was there. What a what a great way to support a new bride and groom. Is to buy their DVD on on uh, or buy their wedding on DVD. <laughs> buy their gag I'm, wedding. I'll make sure DVD. to tag them. I'll make sure to tag them in the post for this podcast episode. Be like, oh, and on this episode, we congratulate. We oddly talk about Caitlin and Zach. Thanks, guys, for entertaining They're, us from afar. See, WWE could learn from this type of wedding because this is a, this sounds like it was an entertaining wedding, whereas every WWE wedding of all time has ended in tragedy. Either someone goes into a cake or someone just gets like dresses get ripped and torn. People get suplexed. If, if you're lucky, if you're unlucky, you end up with like the bride is kidnapped and drugged somewhere and like told I'm going to marry this bride because wrestling. Yeah. Or it's, it's, uh, it's a rough world to get married in. Yeah, apparently. Uh, well, I, and then in real life too, you know. Well, uh, old old days. Yeah, the old days. Those relationships never lasted. Wrestling relationships, much like cakes, are just if it's there, it's going to get smashed. Oh, well, I didn't mean that like a sexual way. I meant like the relationship will be torn asunder. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't mean it in like the you meant Jersey, it in every way possible. I didn't mean it like the Jersey Shore smash. Like, yeah, dude, we're gonna smash or smush. That's what they said. We're gonna smush tonight. That was a thing on the Jersey Shore where they'd just be like, "We're gonna sure. s- smush." That's take a, your word for that it. That is the fucking worst word for sexual intercourse I've ever heard in my whole life. It definitely is. Uh, yeah. Hey, girl, you want smush? <laughs> that's a good. That's got to be a panty dropper, man. You know, that's like that's got to be something that just is. Right. How do we get onto this? Hey, girl, let's get damp together. <laughs> uh, moist girl, you look. Get, you want to get. You mean go out and see a movie, get some drinks, get moist, get damp, smush? Uh, <laughs> I really hope that they, maybe we shouldn't tag them in this now, because <laughs> I like how we transitioned from their wedding sounds like it was fun and beautiful <laughs> to the worst rest, sounds to, from sex. Yeah, well, we and there was a pivot in there of wrestling weddings, and then just the worst words that we've ever heard for sexual intercourse. Hi, Zach and Caitlin, if you're listening to this. Love you guys. Have fun. Uh, and Gabe, if you're listening to this, come back. We miss you. Also, Will McGirl, too. Will Will had a had a real fun episode when he came on to talk about uh, just racial equality in the WWE. We had uh-huh. a really cool discussion about that. And I don't know that we've had him back on since. It's been a while. It's been since a while. You have... Anyway, uh, but we might have some more guests coming up on the show soon, too. Yeah, we'll talk about that later. Later. All right, Raw. <laughs> on SmackDown. I like how I said, let's keep it to a tight, like, 40 or 50. Yeah. We were at 12, so. Yeah, that's why I was laughing when you said that. Gotta go. Um. Anyway. That was the main event of Raw. There was really nothing else that happened on Raw. I mean, in the tag uh, scene, they just had the singles match. Right. And... 
Uh, women, I mean... I thought that... that sh- okay, so good good for um, Alexa Bliss. She's looking real strong right now. Yeah, uh, it, it is definitely surprising. I mean, they... They booked it really well how she won. She definitely was like an edge like opportunistic sure. shit heel. Yeah. That just kinda snuck in at the last second and got the pin. She's very but, uh, she's very talented and very good on the mic. She's she is really she's definitely like number one woman now on Raw right. on the mic. I was gonna say and I was like, well Charlotte's not on Raw anymore. Yeah. yeah. So you can say it was on Raw. Yeah, but I mean even in the if you just look at the women's division overall, Raw and SmackDown, I feel like Charlotte is probably still number one because Charlotte Charlotte's just amazing. Charlotte is one of the few wrestlers that can legitimately garner that old school heat. Mm-hmm. Even amongst people who are quote unquote smarks who are there to root for bad bad guys who are good actors. She has a way of getting into your skin. Uh, Becky can sometimes cut a good promo, a uh, good face promo. I mean, she's good. She gets people amped up. Yeah, it's true. It's damn true. But, but usually she's, uh, I, I don't know how many people are like, yeah, Becky, you're the greatest versus, right. yeah, that's like a cute and energetic girl. Sure. But uh, Alexa has gotten very good at just little digs. She's very good oh, at yeah. little digs and like just saying the Paul. right. When people start to cheer for her, she she just knows the right way to just be like, uh, "I wasn't talking about you." Just like that little catty thing in her character that makes you just right. go. Like, it's my turn to talk now. Yeah. Oh my god. And, uh, uh, and good technical performer too. She's gotten a lot better in ring. Something that you may not know, uh, okay. but to any regular Squirt Circle user knows, mm-hmm. there's a user who goes by the name of uh, Alexa Bliss Reacts, and typically just p- posts GIFs of her reactions, and so it'll be like, oh man, these two people got engaged. So she, it'll, Alexa Bliss Reacts is her like, yeah. Sure. Or somebody will post like something really sarcastic and dumb, and, and he'll post <sighs> kind of thing. Right. Great, great account. Anyway, um, was there anything? But else the to fact that? that well, the fact that that account can completely exist because she has so many wonderful reactions. Yeah, she does have good facial reactions. Um, great stuff, and I'm happy to see that she's the number one contender. And I am not going to lie. I hope that they take the belt from Bailey and put it on Alexa because I feel like she is a stronger competitor and will make the belt uh, feel more important. And then you can have a feel good moment by taking it off her and put it on Bailey or you've got options. Now, Mickey looks like she's going face ish or at least like tweener. Um, Sasha, I guess they're going to keep face for a little while since they have kind of an abundance of heel women. Um, yeah, which really sucks because I was just kind of about to fantasy book her turning heel right now. Right. But since you mentioned that, yeah, they have Naya. Alexa, Naya, Dana. Emma. Dana's kind of face now, right? But I'm just uh, yeah, she's tweener. But I could see I could see her being kind of more face. But but regardless. I mean between Naya, Emma, and Alexa, Alexa, those are your top. Those three are female huge. You don't need another right. woman heel that then, you want to book dominantly. So, like, if you count Dana, Bailey, Sasha as face, and uh, I guess you can sort of count Mickey. Is there anyone else that I'm missing? On Raw. I don't think so. I think that's it. Yeah. So, you know, I, I guess at this point you could maybe turn her heel and then switch it from four face, three heel to four heel, three face. But... Uh, I don't know. And Mickey's very tweener. Like Mickey kind of kind of go either way right now. Yeah. So I feel like she's face because she's kind of like versus uh, Alexa. Alexa. Right. And Alexa's super heel. Yes, obviously. So uh, the only other thing I could think of from Raw that's really worth getting into that I want to talk about is I was so happy that they turned TJP heel. I thought that Perkins would be better suited to be a heel because he he just wasn't over as a face. Yeah, I felt like he definitely. I mean, he had to try to lead 
a new division that got booked and pushed fucking terribly. Yeah. But for a new division that got booked and pushed terribly, it also had to have a champion that was TJ Perkins. Yeah. So, and I just, you know, TJP, uh, you know, good in ring for sure. Might work. So, so, but he was only really good in ring when he was like unhindered by the WWE. Sure. Regardless, because once they made him start wrestling the raw style, right? It really started like you. You're like, what is this? Regardless, all he's doing is fucking leg yeah. bars. Like exactly. Uh, regardless, I feel like that it's a good move. Whenever a face isn't getting over, try the heel run. Um, you know, yeah. I mean, he's he's starting to generate some decent heel heat oh, yeah. too. And so. like you know, and and having him be another person who can fight Austin, who can fight the other faces, I think is good. Having this weird pseudo mentorship with Neville is kind of interesting. Uh, cause Neville, you know, his, his character, which Neville hotter than he's been like almost ever. Oh, yeah. I mean, Neville's people used to notch. pop for, for the red arrow, but no one truly gave a shit. Let's be honest. Yeah. No, the, the just the fact that not on, uh, the WrestleMania show right. match, but the night after he was doing another match and he goes to set up for the red arrow and everyone starts freaking out, and then he just jumps down and like goes for the because he's like, "Your guys aren't good enough to see it." Like, yeah, it's such a oh my god, the he's fact that he's run. like, which is you funny. only care about my fucking finisher, like, right? Boo me all the fucking. Which you is want. funny to me like, because Neville was one of those people where like a year or two ago I never would have. Like, oh, he's one of those people I'd have been like, oh, he never turns heel. Because he's yeah, he's he, just such a flippy, sure. facey wrestler. But he's so good at it now, and also got a little bit more jacked. Let's be real. Oh yeah. But the thing is, is that so I was happy that TJP turned heel. But then the way I've seen a couple other people have this opinion too. Some people were kind of meh, whatever about the match, and some people were negative on it. Is that like I get that Jack Hallaher should be taken seriously because he's good. Uh huh. And TJP should be taken seriously because he's good. But when you have Gallagher making people look stupid, like very silly with his like Mary Poppins shit and his umbrella and just I I, I get that that's part of Gallagher's moveset. But at the same time, there are some times where I'm like, okay, but maybe have Gallagher fight more of a, a, you know, straightforward match this time. Because otherwise, you can end up with your opponent looking good. Which, like, he did really well against Neville. Which, you know, obviously Neville got the win against him. But, he, you know, even in defeat, you can make someone look strong. And him and Neville had a really good match uh, a couple weeks ago. And uh, this week, I just kind of felt like TJP came off looking silly. And I don't think that it did him any favors. Especially because they're trying to build his credibility right now as a heel. So I kind of was a little bit upset with that match. Um, overall, Raw was Raw was was fine. Um, it wasn't wasn't bad. wasn't great. It was just okay. Yeah, and then their go home show is this coming Monday. So we'll see what they do. Like we we got some stuff. Uh, we are a little confused at some of the matches that are on the card, but we'll get to that. Yeah. So SmackDown uh, opens up with a number one contenders, or opens up with. What did it open with? It didn't open with the number one uh, contenders match. T- obviously important. It was obviously a super important match. Was it women's? Did they open it's with either the women's or the tag division? No, it was. Uh, is it the AA? Oh God, that's something the else. Colognes. So the Epico and Primo. Are no longer the shining stars. They yeah, re- the they, colognes. They came out as the colognes, which is fine because that's who they f- that's who they actually fucking are. So I'm cool with that. Uh, obviously, still heel. Yeah, uh, they're definitely heel. They're way more heel. They're like actually aggressive sure. heel, not just annoying heel. Sure. Um, you were okay with the fact that they won in like three minutes. I mean, they beat American Alpha, the most recent champs aside from obviously the current champs the usos and the preeminent face tag team on raw or on smackdown i know that 
New Day just arrived, but I'm saying that AA is the only established, solid, working face tag team on SmackDown that has been with the brand for more than a, a month. And they just lost the titles to the Usos, so it's not like they're bottom of the rung. And for the clones to come in and beat them in three minutes, it's, it either says that the clones are going to be way more serious and way more of a contender than we think that we give them credit for, or it's just sort of a weird decision to me to kind of, I'm not saying that they're burying AA by any means. Like, you know, burial is, is not a one-time thing. It's usually a long-term thing. I'm, and I don't think that they're low. I don't think the backstage is, you know, heat or, or low on the, on AA, but it's just sort of an interesting and sort of, I don't want to say disappointing, but just sort of interesting decision to me to give the, the colognes a debut victory over AA in, in like three minutes. I mean, I get that it, 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 it sort of jump starts the establishment of they are not the shining stars. They are not a joke. So I'm fine with that, but I just sort of figured maybe a more competitive match than three minutes. I don't, I don't know. I don't know if it was three minutes or not. Where are you even getting? You didn't even watch the show. Where are you getting the three minutes from? Oh, I, I watched the show, but not at the at at the time of of airing. But uh, it was not a long match. Time, like uh, wrestling match times. Like I'll look it up right now while you talk about this number one contendership match with yeah. with. Well, it was a pretty good, pretty good lineup. So yeah, I mean. There's, there's two huge are two two big two major sides that are coming out of this number one contender match decision that I've seen, and I mean in a lineup of Eric Rowan, Luke Harper, Sami Zayn, Mojo Raleigh, Jinder Mahal, and Dolph Ziggler, yeah. Who would be the who would be the guy who wins that match? The one that no one would pick. <laughs> and so yeah, uh Jinder Mahal, with the help of the Bollywood boys, who seem to also be repackaged, have won the number one contendership, which What? Yeah. Uh, definitely. I can't find it, so I'm just gonna not worry about it. But regardless, that match was short as fuck on me. Uh, anyway, so I think that it's it, there's two sort of takeaways on Jinder's win. Um, but like I said, yeah, the the two major arguments that I've seen are the one camp is what this is the stupidest thing mm. you can't just give. Jinder fucking Mahal, the guy who's had one win on TV since like last August, yeah. and the guy who is just a fucking jobber, no name, nobody, sure. and the guy who just concussed one of the top stars in Finn Balor, mm. and the guy who, like yada yada yada, all yeah, yeah. these things. You can't give him a fucking pay per view championship shot. Like if this was next week on SmackDown, and he just gets a TV shot, sure, whatever. But this is a pay-per-view main event shot. Yeah. The other side is, holy shit, that was unexpected. I did not see that coming. That's genuinely surprising. Did you see how much legitimate heel heat he was drawing? Wow, this is really kind of cool. Sure. I'm interested in seeing where they're going with this. Yeah, I, I, I totally see that. Um, and I can see both, both sides of people being either disappointed in it, uh, which I think it's hard to, to necessarily hold the Finn Balor thing against him. I mean, it happens. It's freak occurrences and we don't know exactly what went wrong in that situation. You know, it's hard to say, you know, who was either out of position or, you know, who, who, I mean, it's, it's totally possible that, you know, Finn didn't do something right. And that, that, was a part of it. We don't know. We're not wrestlers, so it's hard for us to say. Um, the two kind of takeaways I was going to mention are different than those two, and one of them is is that some people are saying 
that he's going to be just a transitional number one contender to make up for the fact that the superstar shakeup didn't go as planned. They made a lot of changes last minute in the superstar shakeup. I mean, Bray Wyatt didn't find out he was going to raw until raw. Like they were like, get ready to cut a promo. Cause you're on raw now. And he's like, what? Like there was a lot of the decisions that they made that they made on the fly that weekend or even Monday night and Tuesday night. Um, so there's a lot of people who are saying gender is a transitional champion or not champion, a transitional uh, contender to give them time to set up Randy Orton versus someone like AJ or someone like Shinsuke or someone like KO or something like that. Um, I can totally see that. I could very much see gender being a transitional number one contender just to buy them time. But the second uh, point that I could see is twofold. One is that gender, since he's come back, yes, he's been used basically as enhancement talent, but Sometimes that's just the role you play. I mean, Sami Zayn's not doing too hot. No one's going to complain about Sami Zayn getting an opportunity, even though he doesn't have very many wins. And the wins he has aren't necessarily impressive wins. Um, Gender, since he's come back, is jacked. I mean, he is just like, he's in very good physical condition. Very good looking. And it should be noted that WWE just expanded in India. And that they are very, I mean, what do they do every time they're expanding in a market? They signed uh, Ho Ho Lun for the cruiserweight. Uh, they brought in a lot of they 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 sent people over to China. They brought in Chinese developmental talent for that. So now that they're expanding in India, and let's be honest, the only other time that they've had someone for the Indian market, which is a huge market that loves WWE product but doesn't see a lot of representation was great Kali. And it's that didn't pan out. And it's like, it's, it's partially a sad story because a lot of it has to do with his condition. Um, and he just, he, he got fragile dude. I mean, it's part of, uh, what is it? Acromagathy? What? I don't know. You, but you know what I'm talking about. The giant, yeah. The giantism, like, you know, his bones got brittle. There's a reason he started looking all gangly and he couldn't, every time that he took an over the top rope spot, everybody held their breath and was like, Oh, I hope this isn't the time we see a femur break on raw. Um, so it didn't work out. And then they made him kind of a joke. I hope that with the Singh brothers, formerly the Bollywood boys, which that's the whole thing. I hope that this little thing with them and gender could actually do something. Now, hopefully they don't go the whole like Muhammad Sahan, whatever bullshit from smack. Remember that from like right yeah. after nine 11. I'm a, I'm a heel because I'm saying you guys don't accept me for being Different. not a heel. Yeah, and uh, well, and also just the whole like, racial slash religious aspect of it. I hope that they go a little more high high road. Uh, that being said, it's WWE, so anything could could happen. Yeah, I mean, he did cut a promo, start cutting a promo after he won the match about how like us Americans aren't accepting an open culture thing. Sure. So they already started down the. Not sure. great road. Sure, but you never know. And uh, I, more importantly, if he just looks strong, it could be very well received in the Indian market. So, all that being said, I'm I'm actually optimistic for it, and I'm pleasantly surprised to see that Jinder got the push. Um, because it's different. It's not the same thing. Um, I think you know it sucks for people like Luke Harper, who I feel like are right there. Like people like them, they're right in the cusp. They just need that extra little push to get their their momentum uphill. Um, but there's plenty of time. I mean, the show never fucking ends. It goes on forever. Um, right. And I mean, this match is set up for backlash, which mm. is May twenty first or something. So, so a I mean, literally a month. Yep. Uh. So we have time. Yeah, I mean, hell, between now and then, that Jinder could have a match for his number one contendership with somebody, and they could win it, and that could be the main event for the pay-per-view. Like, or, or we could get a triple threat. Yeah. All sorts of possibilities. Who knows? Um, but that being said... They have to do four, four or five shows now. So. <clears throat> Charlotte also won number one contendership by beating Naomi, which was cool. Yeah, I um, mean, I mean, it kind of put us into it. Did it didn't do Naomi too many favors, but at the same time, it put Charlotte where we thought Charlotte would be. Um, 
Uh, anything else from SmackDown that you wanted to talk about? Um, uh, just that their belt scene is atrocious. Okay. You I, have you have a U.S. belt being defended on a Raw pay per view. Well, this goes this goes into a whole thing about payback in general. This payback or payback as a pay per view historically. This payback. Okay. This payback. Just for clarification, is an interpromotional show. There's no way to say it's not. But it is a Raw exclusive pay per view. <laughs> I'm gonna shill for a second. It is a raw exclusive paper, but it's not in in the slightest. Like, mm, but what, it is. What what do we have on the show? We have the women's belt match, raw for the raw women's belt match. Yeah, we have the raw tag team belts. Yes, we have the cruiserweight belt, which is raw, kind of. I mean, yes, but it is raw. <laughs> The, they are raw. They exclusive. are they are raw exclusive. Yes. Okay. Um. Probably Braun versus Roman. Possibly, probably Braun versus Roman in a buried alive by ambulances match. When one can hope. But then you have the Universal Championship. Is there a match US for belt? Is there a match for the Universal Championship on this pay per view? No, because Universal Champion Brock Lesnar has not even appeared on Raw on WWE television since WrestleMania. Huh. Nor has Heyman. Maybe. Well, it's. I mean, it would be real short notice to show up at the fucking go home and be like, "Yeah, we're fighting somebody." By the way, I'm here. Bye. Uh, yeah. So okay. I, I guess that's just not happening. Noise. Nothing like going back to making the belt prestigious by never having it around. So, I mean, I guess that kind of adds a bit of prestige to it. If there's only like two or three opportunities to actually lose it, like it's kind of, oh shit, here it is. Time to get the belt. Yeah. Right. But anyway. Uh, Are there any other non-title feuds that are going to happen? I don't think so. Maybe Enzo and Cass versus Versus the the club. Maybe. Possibly. If they need like a pre-show thing. Um, maybe something Dean, for I see. I see. Do, they might do. I want to also real It'd quick. Be, that'd be a quick turnaround. They haven't said anything up for it, right? Well, I mean, they've just been like, "Oh, we're fighting!" Ha <laughs> ha! Bye. I do want to just say this real quick before we finish that point. Well, since we brought up the IC, uh, I also think that Dean has looked better since he moved to Raw because it kind of felt like a the IC title didn't mean shit at for a hot minute there. Like, not really that much on SmackDown. Like, they kind of... He didn't defend it very much. Uh, and then, also, it felt like Dean lost a lot of motivation. Like, he was just sort of fighting to fight or fighting because of petty, stupid reasons. Like, you know, Baron Corbin was the driving factor in that feud, not Dean. Dean, it was sort of like, oh, I guess I'm in a feud because you keep coming to beat me up. You know? Versus now with The Miz, it's kind of got that fire back into it where he's, like, getting angry and serious and kind of like going back to Dean around Money in the Bank last year, like where it's like, okay, he's focused now. He's angry. He's like, I just am here to fucking kill people, and that's what I'm going to do. So I do think that, that that Dean is one of the big winners from the shakeup so far in that he has an opportunity to be fresh again. But anyway, championship scene. I know where you're going with this. The last two matches on the payback card. Yeah, are A, a SmackDown belt. And the winner goes to SmackDown. Yay. Which is straight up like, welcome to this Raw exclusive pay-per-view where the winner leaves the show. Yeah, it's kind of silly. And the loser is leaves to go be in his band. <laughs> wink. Wink. Okay. Cause I, if Jericho wins that, you'll shit your pants, though. But, like, holy shit. I mean, I could, I could definitely see, like... Jericho winning to get KO back on Raw, and then Jericho kind of coming out to SmackDown maybe for like a week or two, being like, "Yeah, thanks." Losing and the, then like losing the belt, losing it, or giving it up, or just have someone like Baron Corbin murder yeah. him, like murder him, like just snap his neck off for sure. I get what you're saying. It's a, it's weird, especially because they make such a big point about Survivor Series is the only inter promotional pay per view. 
in terms of like we're having stars from other brands fight each other. Yeah. Like, I mean, aside from the Andre the Giant Battle Memorial Royale bullshit, whatever. Yeah. Um, but that doesn't count. That doesn't count. Especially since the next night there was new people on SmackDown right. Raw anyway. And like, and I guess the Royal Rumble is, is also sort of an exception. Yeah. 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 But, but it's are, because it's the those gimmick. are matches. Yeah. Right. But like it's the not- pay per view itself, Survivor Series is the Raw versus SmackDown pay per view. And I'm fine with that. But this is it is sort of weird to have SmackDown matches essentially on Raw pay per view. Yeah. But that's part of the position they put themselves in with the shakeup by not wrapping up storylines before announcing the shakeup. And then the last match is a who, buddy, who the fuck knows what the fuck match fuck it is. It's a who's of whores. Fuck. It's a who's of whores. So seriously, though, like the House of Horrors match, A, I don't think they have any clue what they're doing with it. And B, it very it, it it is and is not for the WWE championship. There are very conflicting reports. Yeah. Uh so I've heard both. I've heard people say it if is you, and if it you isn't. if you go to WWE.com and read the match description, there is no mention of the WWE belt anywhere in it. If you read any of the other payback match descriptions, they all mention for the cruiserweight belt, for the women's belt, for the tag team belts. None there's no mention of belt in that description at all. Sure. Um but, but there know- are screenshots of SmackDown where it's like match for the WWE belt. Hey, you know what? They're doing exactly what the fuck they did with the IC title a couple weeks ago. And I stick to my guns that I never saw anything say it was was for the belt. I I never saw anything. I'm sorry, dude. I've since gone back and watched videos and listened to audio from Cage Side, Wrestling with Regret, and a couple other small like radio show podcasts and uh like YouTubers, where all of them were like, uh, sorry for the mistake. I reported that Baron Corbin won the IC title and Dean just brought it to Raw. I was very certain that that match, Baron Corbin won the IC title, but apparently I was mistaken. They're retconning this shit. They're recutting it on Hulu and they're fucking wiping it from the internet as much as they can. Baron Corbin's the IC champion right right now, my friend. I've never seen any. He is the goddamn. They never IC mentioned it at I all. I will never give this up. And in fact, I'm going to start a hashtag. Bar- hashtag Baron Corbin IC champ for champ. Hashtag Corbin IC champ. Okay, and I'm telling you, he's the IC champion right now. He won. Also. Whatever happened to Curtis Axel getting eliminated in the fucking Royal Rumble from like three years ago? Okay, we can't go that far back. We gotta how go that how back. long are we on recording this, oh Mister Tight? Forty two minutes. Oh, we are at forty one minutes. Right yeah. Now. Okay. All right. Well, good thing we're done with the show. Let's blow through this real quick. <laughs> Only other things. Uh, Matt Rosie and Hawaii passed away. Sad Rest news. in peace um, to Roman Reigns' brother. Uh, he's reportedly Roman's been taking off some house shows for this week uh, and not expected to be on the go home show, apparently. Um, just because of his brother passing, he might be back in time for the go home raw. Um, but it's also possible that that report we heard about them keeping him off for payback could be possible. They could just sell the fact that he's broken from the just ambulance thing. Dead. Um, uh, Paige reportedly done. You were Mel- the yeah. Meltzer saying that Paige, uh, once she's back from her injury, is just going to be done with WWE. They just have nothing to do. They don't want to do anything with her. Sure, and they he don't want to release her while she's like, injured. Yeah, exactly. And uh, he said that uh, the one saving grace could be this movie that's coming out, um, which is apparently like wrapping this week. So right. that'll be cut and edited in a couple months. I heard that they gave an offer to Del Rio because the rumor that I heard was that yeah they, to they, to make friendly with Del Rio to get Paige back on their side, right? Because it's for them it'd paying be like, Del Rio off to get a happy Paige is worth more to have a happy Paige than it is to have a Del Rio clinging on their teat. Sure. So uh, there's that. There's that whole possibility. We'll see what they do with that. Um, uh, also, we heard a fun little rumor that Bobby Roode's theme was actually originally composed for Shinsuke Nakamura. Just imagine Shinsuke t- coming out to Glorious 
Um, but that allegedly Shinsuke heard the theme and was not, he, he thought it was a cool song, but did not think it fit his character at all. So he worked with the composers to come up with his rising sun theme, which is one of the top, uh, streamed and listened to. Yeah, WWE I think it's themes. the highest count on their WWE channel sure. for themes. I mean, that's, I mean, and for good reason. I mean, it's a dope theme. It is dope. Um, it's very good. Also, uh, real quick, since we're closing out the show, we're going to Evolve tomorrow. Evolve. This is 82? I believe 82. 82. Um, and uh, Darby is back from the oh dead. Oh, my God. Dude, Our there's favorite. a last man standing match between Ego and Darby Allen. Dude, Ethan Page, I got to be honest, his, his Red Hot Chili Pepper mock shirt, dope. I'm kind of, I mean, I've I've rooted for Darby up to this point, but... I kind of, th- kind of just want to see all ego all day. Honestly, it'll be curious to see because uh, if you think about it, uh, the story has gone. You know, ego destroying him, handcuffing him, and throwing him in a body bag and presumed dead, which was crazy. That match to, was insane. To Allen popping up at WrestleMania weekend. And them getting in, like, a brutal fucking fight that, like, drew a shit ton of blood. Mm-hmm. And apparently, Darby won it. Um, so, who knows what will happen at this? So, who moment. knows how this blow this payoff match is going to go? It we, sounds like it's going to be brutal as fuck, I regardless. Kayla's all hyped up. Oh, she my can't God. Wait. We got stage sheets again. Kayla has asked if I catched a Darby Allen. Like a foul ball, can I keep him and bring him home? Uh, I said that's fine with me, but you'd probably need to check with his his girlfriend and make sure that that's okay. That you caught a wrestler and took him took him home to live with us. I guess I don't know if that'd be like a roommate situation, but uh, we're very fucking excited about this. Yeah, it's gonna be good. Uh, I didn't see Cobb on the card. No, it doesn't look like he's gonna be there this time. Kayla's gonna be super disappointed. That's her favorite, but Matt Riddle will be right. Uh yeah, we got a uh, Matt Riddle match. We got a um one of the last Galloway uh matches. Not only is it a last Galloway match, it's a title match between Galloway and Zack Saber Jr. If I'm not mistaken, um, which spoilers then I guess Saber would probably retain. I'd imagine it does make the most sense, but we've seen crazier. Uh, a lot of cool stuff going on at this card. Let me let me get this full card here because it's going to be a good show. Sure, sure. Yeah, we, um, we had a great time at the last of all of them. At Riddle defends. Oh, looks like they changed. Yes, Riddle defends first. Timothy Thatcher for the WWN title. So that's separate though from Saber Junior's title. Well, yes, because this is the WWN title, which is across all of WWN's. Oh, which is involved in then a couple other which promotions. Is, yeah. Okay. It's, uh, Evolve and Full Impact Pro, and I mean Shine, which is sure women's and, but there's a couple of them. Gotcha. Okay. Um. Then there's a oh they made it a non-title match now. Uh, Which one? Of uh, Zack Saber Jr. versus Drew Galloway. That's fair. I mean, because uh, otherwise it would be very yeah, telegraphed. It'd be, so maybe uh, Last Man Standing, uh, Allen versus Page. We talked about that. Uh, ooh, an evolved tag team title match of Catchpoint, uh, catch Tracy Williams, Hot Sauce, and Fred Ehi versus Chris Dickinson and Jaka. Yeah, dude. You know that's going to be. I'm going to be cheering for, for Dickinson and Jocko on that one. Uh, I fucking love the, the fucking uh, exorcist yeah. face. Dirty Daddy. I love Dirty Daddy. Uh, special attraction match. Keith Lee versus nice. Kyle O'Reilly. Who okay. Lee uh, definitely impressed us last time. Yeah, I think that was... Kayla was like second to probably Cobb. Uh, and... Well, probably third to Cobb and Riddle. She the did big, like Riddle. The big men did it she, for her, I she guess. She did like Keith Lee. Uh, and then we have a special challenge match of ACH versus Austin Theory, which I am a big ACH fan That'll be a neat from match. last time. And it says, plus more with Priscilla Kelly, Larry Dallas, and the Big C and others. Sure. So it'll be a really fun match. We have our streamers. We're all pumped. Yes. Uh, it's going to be just so much fun. 
So, uh, I guess that wraps us up. Hanging out with Rafi. Shout out to Rafi, friend of the show. Mm -hmm. Um, Afterwards. Uh, So, uh, if you guys are going to evolve tomorrow, uh, give us a shout out on Twitter. I'm at CBPointixter. Bob's at Bob Fackety. At Bob Fackety. Or you can tweet both of us at Small Package POD. That's POD for podcast. We're also on Facebook at Facebook.com backslash Small Package POD for podcast. Uh, no, just small package POD. Just podcast. Just you know what I'm saying. Small package POD on Facebook and on Twitter. Uh, so thank you guys so much for tuning in. Uh, we will also be doing some Facebook Live stuff tomorrow, so Facebook check that out. Facebook Live uh, from Evolve eighty two. And thank you so much for tuning. And we'll be back next week with some fun shit here on the Small Package Show. Small package. Bye. I get the last sound effect. <laughs> no. <laughs> yes. Timber. Daddy, dude, no!